to Today on Broadway for Monday, December 17th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. You have one week of shopping days left until Christmas, everybody. What are you going to get me? Uh, uh, four more episodes before Christmas. <laughs> although, yeah. although, if I remember correctly, you still owe me either cake or pie because Ohio State beat Penn State. That's neither here nor there. That's not holiday related, but just keeping that at the forefront of your mind for BroadwayCon. Uh, wait. Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, did I not see you when you came to New York? I guess I didn't see you. Did I? You did. You did not. You were in Paris when I was in oh, New York. That's right. That's right. I was like, wait, you were in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, when you come up from Broadway Con, I'll give you your Christmas present too. I'm buying you 10 hairbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fun. No one understands what that means other than I'm bald, but, uh, yeah, that's fine too. <laughs> so, uh, what happened this weekend? Well, over the weekend, did you want to introduce yourself? I feel like nobody knows who you are because you didn't introduce yourself. Oh, I didn't. Uh, you know, and I'm uh, Broadway star's James Marino. There you go. Over the weekend, uh, James, you, uh, Peter, and Michael had a new episode of This Week on Broadway. And I have to tell you, I was very much prepared for one of the positive rave reviews that came out of this episode. Not so much prepared for the other one, the one that I was very much prepared for because I said some similar things uh, was Peter's rave for To Kill a Mockingbird. The one I was not prepared for was Michael's rave for Reuben and Clay. I don't know if I give it a rave for Reuben Clay, but um, Michael really it, likes Reuben Clay. Yeah, close, I mean that, that's that's a rave for Reuben and Clay. I mean, you know, if Reuben, if Michael's review of Reuben Clay had come out last week, it might be on the side of the theater at the Imperial. You know, <laughs> yeah. it possibly yeah. could be. Yeah, it still might be. Yeah, <laughs> they're putting it up right now. They just got it out of the photocopy machine. Uh, they're laminating it and putting it up. Uh, yeah, and Peter's rave review of Fabulation, uh, Lynn Nottage. And, uh, and Peter and Michael both had positive things to say about Clueless. There, yeah. you know, certainly are some challenges with Clueless that they, they acknowledge, but they were much more forgiving than the, uh, their other brethren that are the professional reviewers that are out there. Uh, and Michael went back to see Beth Level in the prom. And we have to talk to Beth Level. That's what we have to do. Yeah, we need to. Oh, we do. We 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 we're supposed we, to, and we yeah, never we're finished that. To. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, did you know that Kelly O'Hara is doing the King and I in London? Because she's got this uh, this uh, Trafalgar just released the uh, the thing. Did you go see it? Uh, no, I did not see it in theaters. I believe it happened when I was in New York uh, oh. when it was released. But um, I may or may not have uh, seen a screener. I see. And uh, Michael gave that very good reviews as well. So it was, uh, it was uh, you know, coming towards the end of the year, and I expected it to slow down a bit, but we had a full This Week on Broadway. It's uh, another fun listen. Uh, you know, in This Week on Broadway, we also talked about the uh, the... I, I asked in This Week on Broadway, are the folks who are making the Cats movie punking us? Because every time I hear more about the Cats movie, I'm thinking to myself, this can't be right, can it? So, uh, first up I in the news. <laughs> first up in the news, Cats <laughs> film starts filming with astonishing technology. Yeah. Uh, so last week, the film adaptation of Cats actually began shooting in Hertfordshire, UK. And according to the film's director, Tom Hooper, will feature, quote, astonishing new technology to transform his cast for the film. 
nobody knows what that means. They gave no mm. further details as to what exactly this new technology is or how it will transform his cast. But I think, James, that probably confirms our suspicions that the movie will be some sort of motion capture rather than having, uh, I don't know, Dame Judi Dench in a unitard and face paint, uh, which I think is probably would have been logically safe to assume even before that. But I think this further confirms it. In addition, we also got some confirmation as to what roles two of the film stars will play. First, Tony winner turned late night host James Corden will play Bustopher Jones, the Brummel of Cats. Okay. While country music turned pop superstar Taylor Swift will play Bombalarina, who Wikipedia tells me is a red queen and is one of the Gumby trio. I don't know what most of that means, James, but it appears that we are not being punked and this is actually happening. So in the final Grizabella scene, when she gets on a tire, is she actually going to get on like a hovercraft or a drone or some sort of uh, quadcopter or... I think what it'll actually be is a cherry picker, but they'll use some sort of CGI to make it look like a tire. All right. So uh, we have to wait a whole 12 months for this now, don't we? Waiting is a relative term. All right. Why don't you tell us about this week's theatrical schedule? Well, James, as you mentioned, you didn't expect a lot to be going on in terms of reviews and things like that to come out. And there aren't really anything there aren't any really shows of note, either beginning previews or officially opening this week. But there are some things of note closing. So I want to run through those first. Tonight will be the final performance on Broadway of Celebrity Autobiography. What was originally supposed to be a four show run was shortened to three. Uh, but it will fi finally close tonight featuring uh, guests Mario Cantone, Tate Donovan, Rachel Dratch, Susan Lucci, Michael Urie, Jonathan Van Ness, and more. Then on Saturday, two off-Broadway shows of note will close. First, the uh, from the Classic Stage Company, The Resistible Rise of Arturo Ui, starring Raul Esparza and directed by Tony winner John Doyle. And also on Saturday night, a show we haven't really talked about, James, and I feel like this is our fault because this is something that we should have mentioned much more than we have. It's off-Broadway from primary stages, and that is a show called Downstairs. And that show features both Tim and Tyne Daly. It's a two-person show. Tim and Tyne Daly playing brother and sister. How has this not been a bigger story? That's on us. I apologize. We talked about it when they did it. I don't know if it was at Vassar or WTF or something, and we didn't talk about it much when it was off-Broadway. But you have a week to see it if tickets are available. Let me uh, interrupt you there for a second. Uh, Michael and Peter... Uh, reviewed downstairs on the December 2nd version of This Week on Broadway and gave it a very good review. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they talked about it uh, because uh, we did not. So I apologize about that. But that closes on Saturday. Then on Sunday, uh, a couple other shows off Broadway that I want to mention. Usual Girls from Roundabouts Underground. It is one of the most buzzed about shows of the fall. And James likes things like School Girls um, and even... Uh, Dance Nation. Uh, I think it's very much in the vein of those shows. I would not be surprised if this show got another life somewhere else because it was a very tough ticket to get sold out very quickly despite extensions at Roundabouts Underground. Um, and then two shows from the public are closing um, on Sunday. First, Mother of the Maid starring Glenn Close and then Girl from the North Country, which I, I, I've been up and down on whether this one is actually going to make it into Broadway this year. I think think we will I, I i'm knocking on wood because i love this show i think we're going to get an announcement of this one coming to broadway maybe timed to go along with the closing everything i'm hearing is that what we thought might be going into the lunt isn't going into the lunt which means 
girl from the North Country, which Michael Riedel said was going into the Lunt, might actually be happening after I thought it wasn't. So no guarantees on this one, but I feel like Girl from the North Country is finally going to announce for Broadway here soon. All right. So uh, what do we have in the recommendation section? Okay, a couple things here. Um, first, it's it's a little weird for me to say that it's a first listen to Patti Lapone's Ladies Who Lunch because – We've heard her sing Ladies Who Lunch before uh, on um, in the company, uh, the big all star cast. But we are getting a first listen, listen to her ladies from uh, Ladies Who Lunch from the upcoming London cast album of the gender swapped company. You get your first listen from the Michael Ball show, actually, ironically, uh, Patti Lapone's co-star from the original um, London production of Les Miserables. Uh, it's a it's a full interview, but you hear the initial cut of that. So if you want to check it out, we will have a link in the show notes. And last week, Lin-Manuel Miranda released on his personal SoundCloud account um, a number of songs that were cut from Hamilton. Uh, a One Last Ride reprise, which is the song about George Washington's death, a, a discarded rap battle between Hamilton and Jefferson, and then uh, this one's Mine, which was actually the song that preceded Helpless, and Helpless you know, replaced it in the score. So uh, some really cool things there to uh, end your year as he kind of works towards the end of the Hamel drops, um, and he kind of clears out some of his old files. Uh, some really cool things to listen to as you get through this last week before the holidays. Wow. All right, Matt, what else do you have? Okay, just a couple things here real quick. Last week, Barrow Street Theatricals reported a new set of guests taking part in the American premiere of Nassim, which I believe you guys talked about on This Week on Broadway mm. as well. The most recognizable names to theater fans will be three-time Tony-nominated playwright and librettist Craig Lucas on Wednesday and two-time Tony-nominated actor Brad Oscar on Friday. For the complete list and schedule, check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. What was that? audible moan james was that a bad moan or peter said it's the worst show he's ever seen his entire life this is a a man who finds nice things to say about everybody and everything and he's seen like close to what thirteen thousand shows or something yeah something like more than that i think yeah, he. I I was really surprised when uh, Peter gave his review of Nassim. He, he just, he it's total skip as far as he's concerned. That makes me feel really good about deciding to not see that and to see Sarah Bareilles and Waitress uh, instead when I'm oh, in good. town for a Broadway con. So <laughs> I feel really good. It was down to one of those two shows, and I was like, ah, I've got to see Sarah Bareilles. So hmm. okay, good. Thank you, Peter, for confirming my instincts. Um, and finally, on Friday, Broadway HD announced that just in time for the holidays, they would be making the Mischief Theater Company's BBC special, A Christmas Carol Goes Wrong, available in the U.S. and Canada for the first time. The special aired originally on December 30th last year on the BBC and stars uh, Sir Derek Jacoby, Dame Diana Rigg, and a large number of members of the Mischief Theatre Company who people saw on Broadway in the original cast of the play that goes wrong. It is streaming now as well as a number of other holiday plays, musicals, and specials, including that Kelsey Grammer-led NBC uh, A Christmas Carol musical. I 
think it has music by Alan Menken and lyrics by um, uh, Lynn Ahrens, if I'm remembering off the top of my head. They've also got Holiday Inn and uh, a couple of other things. Meshuggah Nutcracker they've got as well. So uh, check those things out. Um, it'll be a good way to spend your holidays uh, snuggled around a fire watching some uh, theater-related stuff streaming on TV or computer. Broadway HD, the perfect holiday present. Fits in it the is. stocking really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. They if they don't, they really should have like printable gift certificates or something, or like you know, rather rather than just someone having to print out an email and said, "Hey, I got you this." They should have something. Everybody should not just Broadway HD. They should have something that you could print on cardstock that looks like a certificate and has all the information, so it's not just some random. Hey, I got you this. You know, throw it away. It should be nice. Something nice that you should print. I, I bought a gift certificate like that for somebody online today, and I was like. I really wish I had something that looked good to give them instead. I was going to get you a subscription to Broadway World, and I, I made up my own logo in there, everything, and I was going to send it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, that logo is copyrighted, so you'll you'll get a bill. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for kicking off the week with us, and Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.